This is a Federal News Network podcast. It's been nearly 18 months since the Department of Health and Human Services put four executives on paid administrative leave for alleged problems with the assisted acquisition services provided by the Program Support Center. Now, at least three of these executives are still no closer to resolving their cases, and Federal News Network has learned that HHS plans to fire Patrick Joy, sources say, as a way to save face. In his weekly reporter's notebook, executive editor Jason Miller continues his investigation into the mess of HHS's decision to end the PCS's shared services. Jason joins me now. And Jason, review the background here for us of what has been going on there. This started back in April 2019 when actually HHS decided that maybe there's some problems going on at the Program Support Center. Now, the Program Support Center provided assisted acquisition services for more than 20 years to a handful of agencies, including DOD, which was a huge customer, spending over a billion dollars a year through PSC and assisted acquisitions. And basically what they decided, HHS, was they didn't have the legal authority to continue providing assisted acquisition services, and they had some challenges or some concerns about a quote-unquote missing $40 million. Now, long story short is there is no missing money. They suspended four executives. They suspended Al Sample, the then director of PSC, Bill McCabe, the chief financial officer and director of financial management, Patrick Joy, the head of PSC's contracting activity, and Don Hadrick, the chief supervisor and contracting officer. And all four of them have been suspended or on paid administrative leave for more than 18 months. That's more than $650,000 a year in salary. And why are they going to fire Patrick Joy, do your sources tell you? Well, it's an interesting issue here because it seems to be, according to at least one source, that Joy is the scapegoat here. The the audits, the IG reports, the investigations found no wrongdoing by these four men, found no real problems with PSC, and those running and making the decisions at HHS just need to CYA, as one source told me, and Joy just happens to be the person that is going to be one they're pointing at saying he's the problem, he caused whatever issue is, even though, again, investigators have found no problems, no issues, according to multiple sources. And I think the the concern here is that, you know, a lot of these men are well-respected. You know, just as an example, uh, Tom, uh, Al Sample has been an executive director for more than four years. Uh, Bill McCabe won the Meturious Presidential Rank Award in 2015. You know, Hadrick has been a contracting officer for more than 20 years. And even uh, Patrick Joy has been there for almost 30 years. So these are not new people who just came in and made a mistake. These are really smart people who have spent a lot of time in government, around government, understanding government. So to make a mistake that's fireable seems a little bit outrageous. And what about the customers of these shared services? So there's two customers here. Obviously, there's agencies who are giving the Program Support Center money to then put it on contract to get services from from vendors. And then there's the vendors themselves. I've been told that most of the agencies have received their contracts back, if, if not all of them, and have decided you know to move forward with either new contracts or picked up the administrative side of the contracts. So that seems to be doing okay. The vendor side of this, however, is worse. Uh, many vendors are just starting to get paid or have not been paid yet. I talked to one attorney who's representing some clients, and they told me that they're still waiting more than a year later for their clients to get paid. And they're playing a game called what I'll say, hide the document. HHS says to the vendor, I need this document. So they give it to them. And then three months later, they go, no, I need that document. And they say, well, I gave it to you. They go, well, we can't find it. So they're being asked to come up with the same document again. And they're asking for a lot more details than normally is needed to pay a a vendor. I talked to another vendor, Tom, who told me they were 
were forced to take 90 cents on the dollar. So HHS owed them a million dollars to pay for a contract, and they were forced to take $900,000. Now you say, okay, well, that's still pretty good money. But for this contractor, they waited so long, and then the pandemic hit, they ended up having to furlough their entire staff for about six weeks because they weren't getting paid from HHS, and HHS delayed, delayed, delayed. And it's not just this one contractor and this attorney with a few others. There's still dozens of contractors who are waiting to get paid. And the sad thing here, Tom, and this is why I think it's really frustrating to a lot of people, HHS has the money, or at least they should have had the money, because for an agency customer to work with HHS, they have to give them, okay, this contract's worth a million dollars, here's the million dollars. But HHS has spent so much money on prompt payment penalties and other problems that there's some concern, some belief that they're running out of money. And, and that's that's part of this issue here. And I imagine it's a pretty difficult mechanism for the agency customers that are taking over the contracts to get the money to pay these vendors directly because there was no mechanism for that in the first place. Correct. They already had paid the vendors, you know, per se. They'd given HHS and Program Support Center the money for the vendor to, to fulfill the contract. So there's no money to say, okay, well, agency X, you know, goes to company Y and say, okay, we'll just do it outside of PSC. There's no extra, quote unquote, extra money for that. And I think that's the frustrating part that, that HHS is just taking so long and putting vendors and agencies really at risk. And the four people that were suspended, there's no evidence that they were actually responsible for the lost money. The money was never lost. It was an accounting error or an accounting misunderstanding by HHS. And in fact, I've been told that HHS took this quote unquote missing money, $40 million to OMB and OMB pushed back and said, no, that's fine. It's just government accounting. It's the way it works. There's no missing money. Everything comes to light in the right way. And I think that's when all of a sudden HHS then turned to, well, when then we have this problem on security information, something called the DD-254. Now, we'll nerd out for a second, Tom, on contracts. If a vendor and an agency do a certain type of contracting where that security is involved, like physical security, they need something called a DD-254. HHS doesn't do those type of projects, but HHS executives say, well hold on, we need them, and therefore we can't do assisted acquisition anymore. I've been told again many times over the last you know year and a half covering this that that was a made-up excuse because their case against that missing money, so to speak, fell apart. Now Capitol Hill is interested. Who's asking what of whom? This surprised a lot of people that Capitol Hill didn't get involved in the first place, especially when this came to light more than a year ago. But, but Congressman Greg Walden, the ranking member of the Energy and Commerce Committee, and Brett Guthrie, a Republican leader on the Subcommittee on Oversight and Investigations also on the Energy and Commerce Committee, wrote to Secretary Alex Azar in early October asking eight questions and want answers by November 6th. They say in their letter, in light of the concerns related to PSC, we're interested in ensuring and supporting HHS efforts to improve oversight and administration. So they're asking for more details. I talked to a Republican committee aide, and they said HHS has been what he called less than forthcoming over the past year. They actually had a briefing from HHS toward the end of 2019, calendar year 2019, and they said that the person who provided the briefing was either unprepared or unqualified. And then when they asked about their rationale for getting out of the assisted acquisition services, they actually claimed attorney-client privilege as to why they couldn't tell the committee about their rationale. Attorney-client privilege, Tom. I'm not sure there is an attorney-client privilege here, but that's what they claimed. Uh, the aide also tells me they tried to set up another phone call with HHS, and not that HHS refused to make it happen, but they just couldn't schedule it. No, we're busy that day. How about another day? Nope, that doesn't work. And they went back and forth. And finally, the aide said the committee just got fed up and decided to write a letter to really push this forward and get answers. 
I did hear back from HHS, and the spokesperson said they will respond to the committee in proper time, but they wouldn't comment on much other things. They obviously couldn't comment on the personnel issues, and they said uh, the backlog of contracts going to agency customers has, has been put down to zero, but they didn't mention anything about paying vendors. So uh, again, lack of transparency from HHS. Uh, we, a lot of people are still wondering, including the Energy and Commerce Committee, what is going on and why did they make the decisions that they made? Not the end of the story yet then, I guess. Federal News Network's Jason Miller, stay on it. Thank you, Tom. I will. Check out his notebook at federalnewsnetwork.com. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.